Hi! Welcome to The Tita Project, a podcast with Tin and Tita K where we talk about the curiosities and concerns of the titas of today. This is where we figure things out one chica at a time. Let's more than just survive, let's thrive. Don't forget to share us with your friends. Hello everyone, I'm Tin. I'm Tita K. We're about to close na the second season of Tita Project and we love how our topics have evolved over the last two years. First, we sought out just to learn about what's new and what's happening so we don't become clueless titas naman. But as we dug deeper into this life stage called titahood, we realized that to truly not be clueless, we need to cultivate, are you ready for this? Self-awareness. To become self-aware, we have to know ourselves and work on ourselves, understand our core values, triggers, and reactions to triggers, set boundaries, and more than that, be able to manage and process our emotions as we traverse the path to healing and self-love. Today, we talk to Aurora Suarez, life and career coach and creator of writing workshops and courses on journaling for wholeness. She believes that through writing and journaling, we get to know and accept both the wise and lovable parts of ourselves, as well as the unclaimed and broken parts, so we can begin healing wounds and honoring our truth. Ay, goosebumps! Let's go, MFO! Game, let's start! Today, we have the pleasure of speaking to Aurora M. Suarez. She is a life and career coach certified by Courageous Living Coach Certification, speaker, writer, co-founder of the Write Away Retreat, and creator of the Tiny Gratitude Journaling Kit, the Good Job Journal, and the Sunday Night Journal. Five volumes and counting. Welcome to the Tita Project podcast, Aurora. Hi, hi, Tin. Hi, Tita K. It's I'm so happy to be here, and hi everyone who's listening. Um, thank you so much for inviting me to speak on your podcast and to have this fun conversation with you today. Thank you, Aurora. I'm yeah, so happy that you finally are able to make it and join us today because we have so many questions about journaling. I actually took your course, so I know what it is, but let's have you explain everything about it. Um, we actually start each episode with an origin story. So before we get to that, to journaling, how did you get started on your journey to becoming a coach and creator of workshops courses and journals and did you know did you always know that this is what you've always wanted to do yeah um actually it wasn't um i think this is uh when i was younger i've always been fascinated with stories about you know mga bankers becoming bakers um or uh you know people who would be lawyers and then they set up yoga studios and i've always been so amazed with that with that path and journey but i always said oh my gosh no I, i'll probably be working in my job until i retire so i was in the publishing world for many many years and it really was not um you know that that was really the path that i saw my life taking but um like everything else <laughs> um challenges um, difficult very big uh, personal challenges came up in my life and um, and through that, I also went through my own uh, healing journey. So I worked with a counselor for three years, and uh, yeah. And after I emerged from from the sadness and the grief, and and all the things um, that needed to be healed, I said, "Oh my gosh, you know, this was so such an amazing process, and I would love." Um, to do this for, for others, to help others through this, or to guide others through this. And and so that was really the, the turning point. But I also did not want to be a counselor because I, you know, it was very heavy. Like, I, I, like, I really admired the counselor I worked with because he really took on my, my, my the, the heaviness that I was bringing um, to our conversations and, and guided me through that. And I didn't want that. And then I discovered coaching where you help amazing people become even more amazing. And I said, oh, may pala. That's, that's what I wanted to do. So so that was the path. And 
and but then you know with coaching i also said oh now that i'm running my own business i can make it what i want it to be and i that's when i came up with my um journals with the journaling courses which came out during the pandemic and then and right away because again it, it really combines everything i love and that's what was the beauty of it it's really the creating a business that i love that doesn't look like i guess anyone else's and 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 that's that's how the journey became began and how it's happening today wait so yun pala yung difference ng counselor versus coach si counselor right. parang you carry the <laughs> the weight uh, no i think yeah no i guess uh, more the the way i explain it to my clients and usually when when i um meet with them i do discern no, what they need more so for me counseling um, or therapy is really more about healing wounds while coaching is really for for you know guiding you and making your life um you know even better than what it already is that's awesome i i feel like everybody needs someone to encourage them like if they're not getting that in their uh, current uh spaces but it's so wonderful to have somebody guide you and say we can yeah, no. Um, so, yeah, during when I was, uh, you know, learning to be a coach, I, I of course, did my research and um, my, the, the, the director of the coaching program I eventually chose because I, I was asking, you know, why, why do I need to do, like, why do I need a coach? If, like, isn't she a best friend? Then she said, yes, if your best friend can encourage you, can see, can identify your blind spots, can guide you to towards, um, you know, like where the path where you will shine and where you will thrive and grow, then you don't need a coach. But I don't know how many best friends can do that. Because, you know, I mean, you know, of course, our best friends love us. And that's, I think, part of the blind spots is they do see, they, they do look at you through the lens of love. And and that also sometimes clouds um, your judgment. You're like, yeah, kaya mo yan, kaya mo yan. But then you're like, I wait, kaya mo ba talaga yan? Or is there maybe there's another path that we're not seeing? Or another possibility that we haven't uh, viewed yet, and and I think you need someone maybe who who's not so involved, who didn't grow up with you, who who didn't, who's not maybe um, you know like tied into to your success or, or tied into the stories that you want to tell it about yourself. Wow, right? Yeah. Um, if you also change your perspective on uh, what a coach is, like or maybe a few years ago, I was so skeptical about coaches, like. Who needs coaches? Wala ba silang friends? <laughs> Wala ba silang ano, group of friends na magsasabi na kaya mo yan? But um, maybe you're right. Um, somebody who is uh, not part of your life, somebody who's unattached, who can give you advice that is not what tainted with emotion. Yes, you're right. Yeah, it's, it's uh, usually, oh, that's also another thing. I actually don't give advice. Mm-hmm. I really, yeah. for me, it's really all about um, we dig deep, so we really try to find um, your inner wisdom. It's really you um, giving yourself advice. Oh, where we we take you to face, you know, the things maybe you never thought about or you never articulated to anyone. I mean, even your best friend, because parang you're scared of being judged or you're scared na, oi, grabe naman yung dream na yan, hindi mo kaya yan. You know, you know things like that, but. But, but it's so my job, I never give advice. So when some of my clients are there, oh, I need advice. I'm always like, the advice is actually from you. It's your wisdom. And all we're doing is really unpacking that wisdom, like removing all the layers so that we can, we can get to it. Oh my goodness, MFO. I don't know if you're getting goosebumps, but I certainly am. I'm getting goosebumps. It, it's like um, the, the, the knowledge, the wisdom that you seek is already in you and inside yeah you. it's already inside you so trust that pero minsan kailangan mo ng help so si coach ang mag-aano mag-unpack yan <laughs> will help you unpack yes. it yes right and that all comes through questions that comes through asking uh i guess me being really curious like where did this come from where did this fear come from where did the story come from or you keep repeating this this thing why why is that so bothering like sometimes you don't re- realize you're just saying the same things over and over but a coach will say you know you've been this is very important for you because you've been saying it over and over and sometimes they say 
what no no and you're there no it is let's let's go there let's go there <laughs> so you always yeah. have to be curious you use your inner marites for the greater good of mankind <laughs> yes, and not right. for a no <laughs> not for business <laughs> yes that's right so a lot of self-care advocates always talk about how good journaling is for mental health what are the benefits of journaling and why is the act of putting pen to paper so therapeutic Right. Yeah. So I've been keeping a journal since I was 10 years old. <laughs> I started my, my little, my brother then gave it to me as a Christmas gift. And so it was started really with Dear Diary, you know, Dear Diary. So all my crushes, all my fights with friends, that was really how it started. Um, but of course, as I grew older, uh, the journaling practice has, of course, evolved. And for me, really, there are six benefits to, to a journaling practice. So the first one, I really find um, the blank page. You know, a lot of people say, oh, it's intimidating. It's so blank. Like, what do you put on it? For me, I actually look at it as a parang a non-judgmental friend because it's blank. You know, it doesn't, it will not answer back. It will not, nothing. It's just a blank page. It's, it's just there. So for me, um, it, a, a journaling practice, so the first benefit is that it clears your mind. So you can put your thoughts, your fears, and anxieties on the page and leave it there. And by leaving it there, you're not wasting valuable time and energy on those thoughts and anxieties anymore. You know how like sometimes we massage the fear and anxiety and that's it. And we spend so much time and energy on it. By writing it down, parang the, the page can carry it now for you. So that's the first one. Um, the second is, of course, getting to know yourself better. So um, a few years back, I started journaling with prompts where I answer questions. And I said, oh, my God, why have I never done this before? Because parang, these questions are so interesting and these questions I, I don't really ask myself. So so I think that the process of getting to know myself better through journaling was so interesting as well. Of course, it calms you down. You know, so writing, it's, it's meditative. So it's a it's a good way to to really help you get relaxed and then if, um, it helps you relive good memories especially if you write you know the highlights of your life or if you keep a regular gratitude list um these are all great journaling practices as well so parang when you look back you're like oh my gosh yeah i remember when you know when my husband proposed or when i got pregnant or you know so it, or when i got this promotion or you know when my boss uh said this good thing about me and it's so funny it makes you oh, wow my life is so good so you know that that's always such a, such a good thing um another thing uh, that journaling can help you do is really to show you the patterns so for example you keep writing the same thing the same thing over and over again for example maybe it's about your job like how maybe you're unhappy or you're lost or you're confused and it just keeps coming up and maybe reading back you're like huh, I've been complaining about this for years now. Do I want to continue another year of writing the same thing? Or do I want to, to maybe make changes already um, around this area of my life? So I think that that's really what's, what's so interesting about journaling. And of course, the last one is it, it gives you clarity. So sometimes you can, you can, again, because the blank page can be a trusted friend, you can ask have a dialogue with yourself through the blank page. So you can say, what do I do about this? What do I need to know about the situation? And sometimes as you write, um, you will find the answers. And and I think that's what's so interesting. Just keep writing and, and asking questions. And then sometimes the answers will really emerge. Parang literal unpacking, no? It's, it's really... Um taking it out from your brain and putting it into paper. And you're right. Sometimes your inner wisdom appears and puts it down there for you. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, exactly. And I think that's um, that, that whole process of just writing it down. I think for me, one of the interesting things is really asking questions. That for me has been like, huh, wow, I never thought to look at it that way. Like, what do I need to know? Like maybe asking yourself, what do I need to know about the situation? Mm -hmm. Rather than what do I need to do? Because usually that's the first thing, right? What do I need to do? Maybe it's like, what do I need to know? And maybe, oh, maybe this situation came up because blah, 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 blah. So far, you're digging. You're digging into your brain, into your mind, and uh, figuring out what's happening. Right. But right. what if, like, we're not good in writing? Like, oh my God, I'm so conscious. Baka my grammar is wrong. I mean, some people, diba, parang not, they would say, I'm not a writer. But if journaling is so healing, and 
we're afraid of putting things down on paper because we're like, I'm not a writer. Um, can we still keep a journal? Yeah, that's what's amazing is you actually don't need to be a writer at all. I mean, again, it's a non-judgmental space. So bad spelling, bad grammar. <laughs> These are all, no one is going to check. No one is going to read. There's no journaling police. Um, this is really your your space to, to really um, get it out there. But, you know, again, not everyone feels like comfortable with, with the written word. So there are other ways. So, for example, there's um, creative journaling. You can collage, you can doodle, you can paint. And I think that is also very healing and therapeutic for people. Um, there's also even making lists, like gratitude. Even that is just... Even if that's the only thing you journal about, like writing five things you're grateful for every day, I think that is that's a great start. And again, that one can be list long. It's not even complete sentences. So talagang, mm-hmm. oh, um, you know, the long nap I took today or finding the perfect gift uh, for someone or I finally set up my Christmas tree, you know, or the the Mary Chan Christmas song. You know, Mm-mm. I'm just grateful for all of that. So no, list long. So it's not even a complete sentence. Um and then even like photo journaling, you know, like taking a photo a day and maybe just writing a caption around it. So, you know, there are many ways to do it and you don't need to be stuck that, oh, I have to be a writer. I think you have to remove that um, mindset that you have to be a writer to write in a journal. It's it's yours. No one is checking. There's no teacher. There's no police. Uh, you can make it your own. So I guess um like Facebook or even Instagram is a way of journaling like digital journaling. Right. Yeah, if you yeah, I guess if you uh, maybe a private like maybe a private one like um because sometimes when when you know that people are watching parang you 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 edit you yourself. Of, you edit yourself like you know you you kind of yeah, you you don't really allow even if you know the buzzword for Instagram is authenticity. Mm-hmm. It's really it's really not, right? It's authentic to the kind of person you want to present to the world. But a journal is really about being authentic to who you are. So if you can keep it private, I mean if you feel like, yeah, I wanna do it on Instagram, but it's really a private account just for you. Like literally no one will follow you, <laughs> zero followers, you don't follow anyone. Um you then then you can use the app for that. But like, what's that? I I I've seen it um like on Instagram wisdom. We, the Japanese believe that we have three faces: the one you show to the world, the one you show to your close friends and family, and the one you, who uh, the one you reveal to only yourself. So if you are guarded with your thoughts, or de parang sana yung learning, sana yung digging deep, de ba parang you're oh. not really getting to know yourself right and i think what what's interesting with with journaling and, and knowing yourself is that like if you want to make mura like for example in real life like maybe you you don't really curse anymore yeah. because you know, of course you're you, you're a mom and you know you want to set a good example for your for your children but there are really things that maybe need to be cursed at, right and your journal can be that safe space for that Right? You can even um, do like calligraphy yeah. for the F word and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or you're like, you're a pangit ng writing mo. Like, and you don't ever want anyone to see like, like how bad your writing is. Then just write, you know, then just allow yourself to have bad writing. And, and it's okay because no one else is going to see and judge you for it. Yeah, for your eyes only. Right, exactly. <laughs> So you you have a course on journaling and pre-pandemic you would co-host writing retreats. Can you tell us more about those? Will it help those of us who are struggling with keeping a journaling practice or for those who just want to start writing? Yeah, so um so I'll go first to the journaling courses. So I launched that during the pandemic and I, my first one is called Journaling for Wholeness and and this one I really really loved it. Um because it was really about going deeper into journaling. So what, what happens is when people start, it really becomes just like a summary of their day. Because yun nga, what do I write about, right? So parang mm-hmm. summary of your day lang. And, and that's fine. That's a great way to start. That's how I think everyone has started. But what I wanted to do with journaling for wholeness was to go deeper into your journaling practice and try different uh, journaling techniques. 
So, you know, we've, we, we did uh, journaling with intuition, we did creative journaling, we did doodling, we did, so that, that, that was really, that was fun. And then um, I launched, uh, this year I launched another one called Journaling for Courage and Confidence. So that one, Aman, is if you wanted um, to have more courage and confidence in your life, um, it's really digging deep as to what, as to fear, into fear and how that's holding you back. Um, so the whole idea behind these two courses is really, yes, to number one, get you started. Um, so if you've never tried it before, you can try because it's a lot of prompts. So a lot of questions that you can just answer. So that's that's easy. It's easier than, than just facing a blank page. Um, but uh, another way, another way of looking at these courses is, oh, my journal link has become stale. You know, I've been, I'm bored with it. I don't know what to write. Um, so these courses... Um, will help, I guess, add new energy to, to your journaling practice. And then the writing retreat, um, so pre-pandemic and hopefully in 2023, we are going to revive it. It's really, we take um, 12, eight to 12 women, we take them away for four days and we have beautiful workshops on writing, on publishing, on getting inspiration, on how to continue writing when, when you're stuck, when you're scared, when you have writer's block. And, and and we allow any writing. So whether you're writing a novel, nonfiction, or you just want to write in your journal or write letters to your children, we accept all writing projects. So so I think it's such a it's a beautiful and magical experience. Yeah, and I, I think also words are for everyone. It doesn't have to be like grammatically perfect. Kind of like um also how movement is for everyone and not all of the exercises apply to you so not all of the journaling styles may apply to you find something that works for you and that truly helps you diba parang uh, what if ayaw mo magsulat ng letters to your children gusto mo lang puro gratitude list that still is very helpful diba parang it will help you get to know and learn more about yourself yeah and Actually, that's a great point about the letters. Um, in fact, the way I write in my journal is I do write, it's, it's always in letter form. So I write to dear wiser self. <laughs> yeah, so so my dear diary just evolved. <laughs> so it's really became dear wiser self. That's really who I write to. And you can choose anyone like dear, uh, dear inner self, dear future self, even dear God, dear divine being, if, if that speaks to you. Oh, wow. That that's a great way to um that's a great way to 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 look at it um it's like you've graduated now from your dear diary and you have all of these selves right all of those voices in your head <laughs> Aurora <laughs> sino ka usap natin today right your future self or even your past self dear past self dear inner child Tama. right yeah, yeah. yes yeah Tanda. or even I've written to dear intuition. So that's another one. Dear Creativity is another one <laughs> that I've written to. I've written, yes, and Dear Past Self has been a lot because it's always been like, Dear Past Self, I'm so grateful for you for doing this. <laughs> like, you know, or, or even like a message to my past self who was going through the challenging time. So sometimes I write to her and just say, you know what, it's really everything you're, pray you're praying for right now, it's really going to happen. And, and it, for me, it's always so, like, I find that it's quite magical. It's a bit weird, but the way I think about it is maybe that was actually the voice I was hearing in my head that time. <laughs> it's actually my future self telling me that everything's really going to work out. Ganda. Goosebumps. Siguro favorite, yeah, ano? I was listening. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes, Tita Kay, go. Go, Tita Kay. No, I was just going to say, siguro yung favorite, <laughs> ano, pen pal ko. Dear procrastination, we meet again. <laughs> <laughs> in fact you might really want to write to procrastination and ask yeah why, why are you here ba? <laughs> like why no why are you here by and not in a no, like really in a curious way not in a uh -uh, judging way yeah. like why are you here and what do you have to teach me like why why do you keep coming up what what why what do you want to teach me because like why what part of you do i need to love and accept mm. And I like what I like that um, you always remind us to stay curious, or there I say, stay playful. Because once you come from a place of judgment, you you know all the answers na, alam mo na lahat, and then there's no more room to learn and discover. So, 
stay curious. That's great. So yeah, I'll have a date with ano later <laughs> yeah, date procrastination. Yes. <laughs> Pero later na. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yes, later na. Tomorrow na. <laughs> Tomorrow na. Yeah. So kanina, I was listening to um Garan's door. She has this community. So she's not active in in social media anymore, but she has like a private community of women or whoever wants to follow her or subscribe to her. And she was saying na she needs to talk to a life coach about her her difficulty in saying no. And I'm like, wow, that's Garance Dorna. She has built this huge diba, parang following and she has this um, um, parang dreamy life already. And even she thinks that she needs a coach. So I think I'm not alone in this sentiment that even in our 30s and 40s, even amidst you know the, the external success, um, that people see, um, there are still moments when we feel lost or we find ourselves looking for more meaning in life. How does coaching help in this situation? Because you said you're, you're, you're already working with great people and you help them become greater. So how does um, coaching help with that? Yeah, I think that's always the what's so interesting is because we've we've followed everything, right? We we were such good girls, or we are such good girls. We followed everything. We told uh, everyone said, if you do this, do that, achieve this, acquire that, um, you will be happy and fulfilled, yes. right? And then we get there, and we're like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're you're like, okay, so I'm still waiting, and then you say, oh no, maybe if I. If I um, achieve that next thing, you know that that's the thing that's gonna give me give me happiness. Or if I, Siguro, uh, maybe I won't get in the corporate world. Maybe I'll get it running my own business. Then you run your and you're like, ah, oh, wait, no, maybe. Or maybe if I run my, you know, mm-hmm. so if I get this num- number of followers, I'll be. You know, so it's always that that endless search. And I guess with a life coach, um, we we help you get grounded. Um. You know, you you get grounded, you get centered, and you you really find out what is really the underlying need of what is really driving you. Um, you know what? It's it's really through curious questioning that, Baron, what do you really need right now? Maybe, maybe right now, maybe you all you really need is just to to settle and to acknowledge, like, oh my gosh, you know, I've, I've, I've. I haven't even actually paused and, and acknowledged myself for all the good that I've already done and everything I've already accomplished. And maybe a, a one that that's a good start. It's just actually the coach can just acknowledge that with you and make you realize that, oh my gosh, all this striving, you know, it's never going to end um, until you actually realize, oh, you know, my life is already good. Or where is this striving coming from? What is it rooted in? So I think what a coach really does, it, it helps you give clarity. And uh, from that space of clarity, parent, you can make aligned decisions, like powerful choices and aligned action. So, so it's not anymore listening to everyone saying, you, you should do this, 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 this. You have to have this, this, this. Um, and you have to be this, this, this kind of person to be happy. And, but you really get rooted in what do I really value? What do I really want? You know, who am I really? Um, who do I want to be? How do I want to become? So those are really powerful questions that a coach can get, help you give clarity on. And and then from there, you can then take action or maybe even non-action. Maybe what's necessary is even just non-action. Just, yeah, let's just be proud of ourselves in this moment. Mm-hmm. Practice the pause. And... Yeah, yan yung, yan yung mga hashtag good girl problems. Kasi mga good girls tayo. <laughs> yeah, no, and, and it's really true. And I think that, that's, that's so amazing, right? Is that, yeah, by being good girls, you were able to um, to accomplish so much. And and I think that is something that sometimes we forget to, to acknowledge and to recognize. Maybe also because culturally, uh, you, yeah, we were raised by... Our parents, I guess, were at the uh, at the boomer. The, our parents were boomers, right? So we were raised by boomers. Um, we are in a parang what you call it, uh, our Filipino background. Parang we were raised by by all of these things, culture, family, whatever. And it's always like you can do more, you can do better. What do you mean? You're just a what do you call it? 
can't you be a doctor? Can't you be a lawyer? Parang that kind of upbringing. So I guess we're always used to striving for more and practicing the pause feels so unnatural. Yeah. So maybe that is, um, that's exactly right. where a coach would fit in to help you cultivate like an attitude of gratitude, especially if you're like, diba, parang in that whirlwind of ano, career, ganyan, business. Yeah, no, I, I think it's, that's really great. But if you actually think about it, we're also Filipino and we come, you know, the, the thing with being Filipino, sometimes we've forgotten this because we've, we've, uh, there's so much cultural uh, trauma, there's <laughs> colonizer trauma. So I think we've also forgotten that our essential Filipino selves is actually cooperation. It's actually, you know, just all these amazing Filipino values, but we've actually imbibed this whole productivity culture from, from the Americans, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I think that is, um, that's what's so, what's quite fascinating is we actually have to maybe unlearn uh, things and really maybe say, oh, yeah, yeah, what makes us Filipino? Again, a very hard question to answer. <laughs> and how come it's our generation that has an identity crisis? Like, diba, like with uh, our parents' generation, they worked the same job for decades and they didn't seem to have this career or identity crisis people our age are going through. Why do you think this is the case for us? What's so different about our generation? I'm not sure. I think Maybe they might have had, but I don't think maybe as their children, I don't think they ever shared it with us. Um, right, yeah, because, right. Good point. Yeah, Good because, point. I mean, I wonder how many of us actually share our own identity crisis with our own children. <laughs> so, yeah. So maybe that maybe they did, and then maybe there were also limited, um, limited, more limited options. Um, now, I, I I think that's also, uh, you know, the of course. Uh, in the internet and social media have you know many um, challenges and difficulties and you know just many um, negative um, aspects related to it but the positive aspects is really the possibilities are really um, out there and I think um, you know as they say when you know better you do better and maybe our parents didn't know <laughs> there wasn't enough knowledge yeah. right now we know better so we can do oh there's so much that we can do there's there's so many more opportunities for us because yeah. back then wala naman silang tools like the tools we have now or like coaches or diba, um right. resources to deal with what's going on so sila par, oh i can be ano pala i can be uh, a painter instead of an engineer <laughs> Parang wala pa sa kanila That's yung right. <laughs> the consciousness of oh I can do these things parang for them okay I studied to be an engineer so I'm gonna be an engineer that's right yeah but imagine being a painter then <laughs> imagine being a painter then when there was so much less acceptance for that path but also like parang it's also not wrong for them to to think that way because they were they in turn were raised by parents who were coming out of the time of war, diba? the time of hunger. So, anak talaga mag-engineer ka. This is like a survival decision. This is not like, oh, I want to explore my choices in life. You must. <laughs> I want to be creative. <laughs> you know, you must survive. Exactly. So, it was like a survival choice. Right. Yeah, I think they really passed down. And I think that's what's so interesting with Dan, what, what she was sharing in her Instagram about, you know, how... Um, the, the whole healing journey for her has really been about becoming a better parent. And I, I thought that was such a beautiful thing um, to, to do for, for yourself and so that you don't pass on these limiting stories and beliefs, right, that maybe have been unconsciously passed down to you. I wanted a better uh, worldview for my children, not, not so much of the, the conditionings of the past, that you have to be this way, you have to be... Because not everything... Is ano eh, but not everything taught by our parents is like the hundred percent cure or solution to a better life. So, um, yeah, I think um, I think our generation is more conscious about drawing the line and saying, okay, this ends here. Right. No, and I think I think that's so beautiful that you're sharing that because not everyone is, or not everyone wants to. Or doesn't even realize that these are limiting beliefs that they want to pass on. Like they say, no, that's just the way it is, and that's how you raise your child, right? Yeah, that's that. This is how you raise your child. Yeah, I think the common ano kasi is even me before when I was when I was starting on this, 
I was like, I was okay. I turned out okay naman. But in right. reality, are you really okay? <laughs> are you really right. okay? <laughs> Aurora, can you share some actionable tips on how we can create and craft the life we want for ourselves? Yeah, so um, so the first I think is really, it, it really starts with um, self-awareness. Um, you know, I always start with what do you really want? And of course, wow, that is like the hardest question mm, to ask, yeah. especially if you've been doing everything for everyone else and, and what everyone wants uh, takes precedence over what you want, right? And basically when you say, oh no, it's my family, you know, when you ask any Filipino, like it's my family, what my family wants is what I want. But then you keep digging. What what do you really want? And and that is really hard to answer. Mm-hmm. So the way I do that is we look at what do okay, Vasmadale, what don't you want? <laughs> and maybe like maybe you'll answer, Oh, I don't want to be stressed anymore. I don't I you know, I want less stress, I want you know, like like this. And and from there maybe look at the reverse. So then what is the reverse of less stress? What and that will maybe give you some clarity on what you want. So that's the first thing. Yes, really what is it that you want? Um number 2, what are your values? So what do you value? So aside from your family and friends, what else? Is it like do you value? Do you want to maybe see your children get married? Do you want to see your children uh your grandchildren? So maybe that that then translates into um, your health uh, so that you can, you know, a long life is maybe something that you value. Um, you know, so so all, so so those are um, the first two is what do you want? What do you value? And then number three, I always ask, um, let's what what would your future self be grateful for you um, in starting or stopping today? Like, what would your future self be great? Would your future self be grateful for you? Um, in doing something, so so those are my three um, three things that I always look at: what what you want, what you value, and then your future self. And from that space of of getting clarity in those three things, is then you take what tiny steps can I take so that I can be aligned with with those three things? You know, what loving actions can I take? You know, again, it comes from that space of love, not judge, not judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so like, so if you've been judging yourself, for example, oh, I've been spending time, too much time on social media. So let's say that's one of your things. I don't want to spend time on social media anymore. It's maybe, okay, what's one loving action? Like, what does social media give you? Are you bored? Are you, and then, okay, what will make you less bored? Or is it really connection? Maybe, because um, most every year I would take a social media detox, mm-hmm. but in the two years of the pandemic, I didn't. I I didn't take time off and Instagram, and I realized what I was really craving for was community. Yeah. So I gave myself that through Instagram. So maybe it's really again digging deep, like what is this giving you? by and where else can you find it? Maybe you can find it in maybe hang out more with your friends in real life. Mm-mm. Or, or really, maybe just a phone call with a friend, you know. So, so just really simple, loving actions to kind of move you um, through through a more loving place. Yeah, ganda nun. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. So I get. Yeah, what they say is do do everything with what's that? Do all things with great love. Do small things with great love. Yeah. That's one of my favorite things because it's like, what? Washing dishes? How do I wash dishes with great love? <laughs> and you can, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, on a more personal note, apart from journaling, what are your other favorite ways to practice self care and deepen self awareness? I always think, like, how do I honor my. So for me, self care is always about honoring your heart spirit body and mind so did you notice i kind of like mix it around usually they say body mind heart spirit no 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 we'll put mind last <laughs> so heart spirit body and mind mm-hmm. so so for me um like how i nurture my heart is really through um connections with you know with my friends it's really hanging out with my friends and and time with my husband um then how i nurture my my spirit is is meditation and prayer 
and of course social media breaks. So now now it's now that we're back to you know our pre-pandemic lives. So <laughs> now it's time again to take a break from social media. Yeah. And then of course bodies, <laughs> you know, exercise and then of course there's reading. Reading um reading is is really my my thing. And I think because you know I I realized in my as I got older is that I really do love working with my hands and having a variety of hobbies. So I think making time for all these crazy hobbies and following my curiosities is another way that I care for myself. So whether that's knitting or making candles, you know, like really really crazy ideas that my hands want to do. <laughs> yeah, and of course, um yeah, if I also feel a bit lost, um I do work with a coach as well to kind of um put me back <laughs> on track. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I I was talking to um uh, to my psychologist and she was saying even amongst themselves they have to talk to other people it's not like because you're the one people go to for diba, for for counseling or for for processing it ends with you but you really have to also seek out help diba, from right. others. yes absolutely i think yeah it really it really starts with you walking the talk right that if you believe yeah. in the power of this then you also um seek it out yeah yourself. yes yeah. yeah super thank you aurora i mean i was like having goosebumps every time you would speak I was like oh goosebumps so much thanks for your wisdom your soulful insights and we learned so much and i hope this episode inspires others to take the steps to also start taking charge of their lives and creating heart crafting the lives they want for themselves nice. you are your own author yes <laughs> you yes. are the author of your life start writing right no as as uh, yeah. brené brown said yeah if you want the happy you get to it's your story you get to write the happy ending Aw, that's so awesome. <laughs> Super galeng. I love this interview. Thank you for sharing your wisdom with us and with all the titas, Aurora. Um, do let our listeners know where they can find you on social media. Yeah, so yeah, you can find me at at Your Heart Crafted Life. So that's Your Heart Crafted Life um, on Instagram. Or you can find my website at auroramsuarez.com. And um, yeah, and all my journals, my courses, my retreats, they're all found on my website as well. Is the root word of journaling journey? Next. <laughs> <laughs> Puede. Actually, yeah. <laughs> Puede. It Thanks is a so journey. Much, Aurora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. So much. Thank you so much. And see you on Instagram. See you too. Bye. MFO. Yes, Tita K. <laughs> oh my gosh. And I'm in goosebumps. I love it. <laughs> We're Aww. like, what do you call it? We're like healing addicts. Like anything to do with healing. Oh, give me some of that. Give me, give me, give me. <laughs> no, and um, I, I liked how we were talking uh, before the recording started that um, journaling is um, kind of like a path to healing, but not so dramatic. Although, mm -hmm. if you choose to be dramatic, puede rin, di ba? Woe is me. Oh, Wednesday Adams. And I believe nga, like, movement words are also so personal and so powerful. So, if you could use that for your own benefit, di ba? For your own healing. Um, why the hell not? Oops. Why the heck yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. Even if it's bullet points, right? Yeah, yeah. And I also love that she um, writes to like different selves, like dear future self. Mm -hmm. And that, that's like graduating from your uh, dear, dear diary. diary, which is what we all started with naman. And siguro naman, uh -oh. hopefully, by this time, na shred na natin lahat ng dear diary natin from the 1990s. <laughs> And alimuto kung tanong, how do you how do you deal with you know your the security and privacy of your journal? Parang dapat ba nakalock up yan? I don't know. That's the thing, ah, eh, de ba? Like if anything happens to me, I don't want anyone reading my stuff and my thoughts, right? So please um, burn. <laughs> please burn. Or I will Maybe. haunt you. <laughs> haunt you for the rest of eternity. Maybe we can make a pact, you and me. 
or like, di ba, parang our close oh, family oh. members. If you see the ton of journals, you better shred them. Oh, oh. Or, or burn them. Burn them with me in the, ano, burn them. in the, what? Parang sa Shinto temple. Sunugin mo na lang at let the smoke rise up to the heavens. To the heavens above. <laughs> I remember that. I have a funny Dear Diary story. When I was younger, medyo nag-stop ako mag-journaling because of my mom. Kasi, when I was younger, like, like grade 4 siguro, <laughs> I had a diary, yeah. I would I would always write, but I would put the chismes. Like, oh, this girl pala, she, she this, is what, this is what happened, blah, blah, blah. And my mom saw it, she was like, why are you talking about other people? She said, mom, why did you read it? So, parang nagkaroon ako ng boundaries issue. And after that, <laughs> parang natakot na ako mag-journal kasi all my marites na private na nga. <laughs> But I was in grade 4, so parang, kaya nga I signed up for Awi's workshop because I couldn't bring myself to write because of, the, I guess, the trauma of being, diba, being uh, overstepping yung boundaries ko. So, yun, my mom oh, did what that more? <laughs> Here's a more horrific thought. What if it's your children <laughs> that read <laughs> your diary? Oh nga. but if it leads to understanding, that's why mom was like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, I, who have we spoken to? We'd be talking to someone who journals, who wants, um, who actually wants to leave these journals for her children, so that her children yes, will yes. get to know her better. Have memories, so, the bad. But niba filtered na yon because you're presenting a face. To your children. Nah, so I don't know. Maybe you can have a set of like dear children <laughs> journals, and then and you have like <laughs> your secret. Like you can put like skulls and like do not enter. Oh, mga X X X, triple X. Read it at your own risk. <laughs> yeah, do not enter. Caution. Yeah, because I'm trying to. No, but seriously. <laughs> I'm serious. Okay. I don't want anyone to read my journals. Diba parang you're going through parang putting your house in order. Diba parang you don't want like the, uh, like when you go, you don't want the people that you leave behind to like deal with all this clutter and all uh -huh. this chaos. And uh -huh. then you're gonna leave your journal with <laughs> your chaotic thoughts. This mama, galit na sayo. Parang sabihin, ganun pala tingin niya sa akin. <laughs> So instead of happy memories of you, they're like, uh, whenever, whenever they think of you, they're like. <laughs> <laughs> so which is why. Wait, but I'm to edit. No, this is good. We're not the one hurting anyone except ourselves. Now, this is why um, having yeah. um, the support group of titas is important so that um, we can like <laughs> entrust mm -mm. the burning of our thoughts to, I uh, know. Yeah, yeah. The offering to the heavens of our deepest, darkest uh -oh. thoughts. Bawal ano ah? Bawal gawin ng movie ang ano, ang mga diary. <laughs> the diary of MFO now <laughs> on HBO. <laughs> so dapat, so dapat meron two, two volumes. The, the general admission. And then the secret <laughs> stuff. Restricted. Uh -oh. Not for anyone's eyes. But yeah, parang sex tape. <laughs> Oy, wala kaming sex tape. <laughs> oh my God, tita eh. Parang pag umaga ata, napaka unfiltered na ako. Wala pa masyadong heaviness sa brain. Kaya kung ano nung lumalabas. No, this, this comes from a place of like, non-judgment. Like, Inner knowing. <laughs> diba? Parang, if you have those things that, um, that, that you keep for, for your self-pleasure, <laughs> for, for knowing yourself better than well and good. We're just saying that when the time comes, have um, a group of trusted details. A backup plan. Yeah. yeah. A security. Uh-oh. A secure connection to the other side. <laughs> but we also highly encourage you to start your um, journaling journey. <laughs> because, yeah, mm. yun nga, parang it will, um, if it's unfiltered and it's you lang, that's great. You know what? We were um, 
not naman forced, but it was a requirement for yoga teacher training for us to Mm-mm. journal. And admittedly, Mm-mm. much like meditation, nahirapan ako. Parang, oh, oh. anong gagawin natin? <laughs> anong pag-uusapan natin? Oh, oh. I would write down those yeah. things in, ano, in, in, in the journal. But um, I guess like anything that is new, is always going to be like difficult yeah. and unknown. Oh. Yeah, and, and it's like a hill you have to climb. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna look for that and I'm gonna start shredding it now. Basta MFO ha, yun yung deal natin. <laughs> oh, sige, ako na ako nang bahala. Basta i-seal mo, atas nakalagay for Christine lang. <laughs> Para ako nang bahala. <laughs> I will douse it with fire <laughs> and offer it into the heavens. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to meet you on the other side. My takeaway, meron ako, I like what she said about as a coach, um, you don't really give advice. You let the inner wisdom come out. And the person, diba, parang has the answers pala. So I love that parang inner knowing Now we are so wise. Everything we need to know is actually inside of us. But maybe because of distractions or whatever, parang we have to unearth it. And um, that's where a coach helps. And I like the parallelism because in tidying, which is also in a way a self-care practice, diba? in decluttering, you don't tidy it for your client and you don't need a staff to tidy it for her because it's her mess and she has to fix it. Diba? So parang, it's really about the person doing the work. Eh. Ang galing, diba? Parang in all healing modalities, the the the... the healer or the coach or the guide will not really answer the questions for you but but you have to like draw it within yourself and unearth it and then let it face you and then you realize oh i always knew it all along pala so i i love that parang it's really inner work diba ang galing ang galing yeah uh the the truth you seek is within you um the yes. strength that you yes. seek it, it's all within you and it's just a matter of um unlocking it by way of well not just coaches by also um what you call it uh exposing digging deep digging digging deep, digging deep yeah and exposing yourself to like-minded individuals who will help you uh yeah traverse nga this path of titahood you are not alone yes we are in this journey together kapit basic yes Kapit Bising Sama Sama <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with us Let's do this again next time Or next year Don't forget to follow the show on Spotify And Apple Podcasts This has been the Tita Project with Din and Tita K Let's Chica soon <laughs>